right, guys, welcome back to Shades of Strong, where we ain't never scared to talk about all the things that shape, make, and sometimes break the strong black woman. I'm Cheryl, and I'm here with my lovely friend, my sister, my confidant, the Natalie Bradshaw. What's up, Natty? How the heck are you? Hello, everyone. I'm hanging in there. I think that's the story of everybody's life these days. <laughs> we are still yet holding on. We yes, are still from here. Today. Girl, ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? Mm-hmm. But we still yet holding on. We still yes, yet we pressing on. Yes, yes, we are. All right, guys, listen. Here's the deal. For the last couple of weeks, we have been talking about anti-Blackness, anti-racism, and the emotional toll that I think is taking on all of us individually, taking on, taking on all of us individually and collectively. I know when we started season three, we said this was going to be all about healing. It was like, let's get this healing system. We were going to deal with all of the trauma. Well, guess what? This is a part of the trauma. So um, today we have taken a little bit of a shift and I just want to say like, it would be super easy for Natty and I to get on this podcast and just brush over these things and pretend like they're not happening. If we didn't care about the black community, if we didn't care about the black female community, if we didn't care about you, but because we care about our community and because we care about you, and because we ain't never scared, <laughs> we have a responsibility. And I think Natty would agree with me that we have a responsibility to use our platform to shine a light on the garbage, on the whatever messiness you want to call it, that is anti-Blackness and racism. And so that's what we're doing. T- today, we want to shine a light on Brianna Taylor's incident report. And let me tell y'all, I did not sleep last night because I saw this thing online. I was I was pissed. Yeah. Like I was pissed when I saw it. And so Natty probably was thinking, why is this girl sending me a message this early in the morning? Because as soon as I got out of bed this morning, I said, I sent Natty a message and I said, I want to talk about this. Because it bothered me so that it was heavy on my heart last night and it was on my heart again when I got up this morning. And so, yeah, I think that it most certainly deserves a conversation. And of course, Natty and I want to, we would love to hear your takeaways and your aha moments about today's conversation or any conversation that we have had in the past. So if this episode has you screaming, yes, girl, yes, say it, sis. Take a screenshot, tag us on Instagram or your favorite social media platform and let us know what you what you took what you're taking away from these conversations. And just like Natty and I have stated before, our goal here is not to teach. Our goal is to have a conversation and shine a light on some things. But we want to hear what you have to say about those things as well. So whatever your favorite social media platform is, then hey, hit us up and let us know what y'all think. And of course, if you want tips and strategies relating to any other conversations, you can join our email list at shadesofstrong.com. Anything you would like to add, Natty, before we dive into the goodness of this conversation? Just I, however you were feeling this morning, 
I'm just, I, I, I feel the same way. It's I crazy, really is it not? I mean, it's. It's crazy. I, like I had no, when I looked at that report, there was just so much. Can we just call it what it is? It was a it's blank bullshit. piece of paper. It was a blank piece of paper. Like, let's just call it what it was. It was a blank piece of paper. So I just, I just want to ask the question. Is it not enough that Breonna Taylor was shot eight times in a place in the safety of her own home, a place she was supposed to be safe in? She was shot there in the middle of the night. Is it not enough that they're not, they're not telling the truth? about what happened. They, I mean, I think when they originally reported it, they tried to make it seem like somebody had broken into her home and shot her. And so mm-hmm. they, they haven't been honest about any of, and then this lady at 26 years old, this young lady at 26 years old with her entire life ahead of her, who would have been 27 last week, had her life snubbed away from her. Like dear white people, is Mm-mm. any of that not enough? Like, seriously, is any of that not enough? Let me tell y'all what was on. Natty, did you see the did you see the incident report? I did. I saw it on, on Twitter and I just yeah. I, I mean the capacity of Lord. the Louisville Metro Police Department to release that piece of shit because that's what it was. That's what it was. It was bullshit. Straight bullshit. It was straight bullshit. There was no narrative of the events that happened. The only thing that they had for, I guess, air quotes, the narrative was PIU, PIU investigation, which I think PIU is Public Integrity Unit. That's the only thing only thing they had there. And then for the list of her injuries, y'all know what she had right there? None. They said none. The lady was shot eight times. How are there no injuries? Oh gosh. She was shot eight times and they said there were no injuries. Like what on what what in the hell? I just I couldn't I couldn't make it make sense. Oh my make, god. It, it oh. I was just like so livid. Like I had no words. I was like the scandal, the cover-up. And then I just read today that one of the police officers that that was involved in the shooting is now being accused of sexual misconduct. So now he's under investigation with another PIU. <laughs> it's been nearly three months since Brianna's murder. And this is what we have. This is what she gets. This is what she this gets. Is, this, is what, this is what we have. I, I mean, I... I'm, I'm speechless. Like, where is the justice? That's it. Where is it? Where is the transparency? Where is it? And where do we draw the line? I think for so long, and I know you and I were talking about, you know, Black, just a few minutes ago, Nate, about Black women always being on on the front line. But (laughs) who gonna fight for us? Right, right. That's it. Who is going to fight for us? Malcolm X said that the most disrespected person in America is the Black woman. The most Mm. unprotected person in America is the Black woman. The most neglected person in America is the Black woman. Black women are overlooked. When something happens to us, even when it comes to sexual assaults and things of that sort, you know what they do? They say, oh, it's just another Black woman. No big deal. Zero injuries. 
girl, come on. We deserve better, y'all. We do. We deserve better. We deserve better. Demoralizing. It's so demoralizing and it's hard for me. It's been very difficult for me the past couple of weeks to to really just keep it together because I've been so angry and I have, you know, last last week it was the day before Brianna's birthday. And I just I just sat in my car and just sobbed. I just sat there and sobbed because I I don't I didn't know that young woman, but I felt like, first of all, yes, yeah, she's a, she's a grown woman, but she was she's like a baby. She was born in 1993, Shirley. 1993. So I graduated from high school in 1992. Yes, she was a baby, and I couldn't. I just couldn't hold it together anymore. And I just sat here and sobbed. And it's like everyone everyone witnesses this. Everyone sees it, and it's just no big deal. It's no big deal, and no one cares. And it's it's extremely demoralizing Mm -hmm. and I just I don't I can't even put into words exactly what all I'm feeling and yeah just the sheer disrespect the sheer disrespect of life like don't tell me about how pro-life you are when you're fine with stuff like this and you're not going to say anything don't be more about that and you like will not stand up you will not speak out don't tell me you care about an unborn child when you won't speak up for the people who are walking walking and breathing passing by you every day work on the same jobs that you work on go to the same church that you go to don't tell me you care about an unborn child i don't want to hear that i don't want to hear it because all that tells me is that the minute this unborn child is born, you're going to say, fuck them. That's exactly. all you exactly. That's all you ever do. That's all you've ever done. This woman was an EMT, an award-winning EMT. And I'm not even bringing it because I'm not on some respectability bullshit at all. I'm saying she was already out there risking her life every day. Every yes. day. In the middle a, of a pandemic, mind in you. In the middle of a global pandemic. And all she wanted to, all she needed was to be able to be at home and be in her bed and get the rest that I'm sure she needed. And all stupid fuckers blow her up. I'm so, I'm, I'm just so angry. I can't, it's not fair. None of this is fair. It's not, it is so not fair. It is, it is so not fair. And you, and, and I'm glad you said that you're angry, Natty, because that word right there has been used against Black women for centuries. But we got a right to be angry. We got a right to be angry. So don't tell me. Don't don't put that trope on me. Don't throw that myth at me. I have a right to be angry because of the way that the that oh oh <laughs> the way that the world the, the society has treated us for centuries, Natty, for Never. centuries. We have been dragged. We have been raped. We have been dogged out by, by this stuff. And all of it is rooted and grounded in racism and slavery. So don't tell me I don't have a right to be angry. I have a right to be angry. Our bodies have been experimented on for crying out loud. One particular woman in, in one woman in particular, her cells were literally used. Yes. Yes. And- Family hasn't been compensated one red cent. Not one penny. Not one penny. God, I remember that story. I cannot remember her name. Henrietta Lack. Her name is Henrietta Lack. 
Yes. So don't tell me black women don't have a right to be angry. We have a right to be angry and we have a right to stand in that anger. And don't tell me what that anger should look like for me. Because I'm going to do it my way. Nobody gets to. And we talked about this months ago, or it might have even been last year. And now all the time is running together for me. But we talked about how you don't get to tell other people how to feel about things. Especially right now in situations like this where you, your lived experience is vastly different from mine. If you are a Black woman, you damn sure don't get to tell me how to feel. You sure don't. You don't get to say anything about this because this is not your experience. You are not a Black woman living in America, in a racist America, mind you. So you don't get to have a conversation with gaslit Constantly. You don't get to do that. You do not get to do that. So what's the answer, Natty? What can we do? Honestly, I have a lot of thoughts. I have a couple and... And this is really just for me. This is like strategies for me to keep going day to day, honestly. Mm-hmm. That's that's just how I've come up with this. But for one thing, the more this kind of garbage is happening, the louder I'm going to get. Like, because you're not going to yes. silence me. You're not going to silence me. I'm serious. And, I, and I, I'm angry right now. And I don't mean to be off-putting to our listeners or anything like that, but I'm extremely angry right now. Mm-hmm. I and I'm and I'm sad and I feel full of sorrow and despair and I'm trying to keep my head up, but I'm just like the more this stuff happens, the louder I'm gonna get. You don't get to tell me to be quiet. You don't get to ignore me. You don't get to do anything to silence me. Fuck you. Like you don't get to do it. And I feel like the, we just need to be louder and louder and louder because this really is, you know, I said it's demoralizing. And what happens when you feel demoralized? You feel like you want to just give up. And mm-hmm. when you feel like you want to give up, you shut up. And I just, no, I can't. We can't. We can't we shut can't. up because it's exactly what they want. Uh-uh. Today, I'm saying no more. Today, no more. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like you, Natty. Enough is enough. We are in this space. You and I are in this space because we want to help heal a black female nation. That healing is not going to happen in silence. That healing no. is going to happen at with us screaming to the top of our voices. It's gonna ha- it's gonna happen with us taking action. We can't we can't just sit here in silence and sit on the sidelines and do the- healing. Doesn't happen there. Change no. doesn't happen there. It doesn't happen there. Change is healing is active. Change is active. We got to do something and we got to stop being afraid to speak out because somebody may not like what we say. I don't care because I, I don't really like that don't. they killing us. I That's that's it. That's I it. don't like that they killing us. I don't like that. So well, I'm not going to be silent. I'm going to speak up and I'm going to speak up boldly and I'm going to speak up loudly and I'm not going to freaking apologize for it. And no, that's that. not anymore. Oh my gosh, just not. because. They really do want us to feel like we have no voice, Mm -hmm. but I know you, so we need to communicate. And I'm not saying that means all of us are Angela Davis or all of us are out on the streets with our fists in the, but we, we, the voice that we have and the means of communication that each one of us has, we need to use it and be such amazing stewards of it that 
we, it can't be ignored. It can't be denied. And it most certainly can't be silenced. I write a lot of things. I write a lot of poetry. I make a lot of art. And I guess this year, a lot of that art's going to be about all this stuff going on right now. And if you get tired of seeing it or you get tired of hearing it, then you can just keep scrolling or you can, you can unfollow me or whatever. But my voice is silenced. It, it is what it is. Go around anything. It's definitely not for, for your comfort because where is my comfort right now? Exactly. You're absolutely right. I, I'm, I'm not going to be silenced. I'm not. I feel like everything that's happened in 2020, I mean, it's it's been Jesus. one chaotic. It's been one chaotic event after another. One after another. One after another, starting in January. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just, and it's just been ongoing. And I feel like I'm just gonna go ahead and throw some biblical perspective in here. We don't talk a whole lot about the Bible on this podcast, but I feel like each of us, black women, the black community, community has. What's that scripture I'm looking for? Um, I don't know. Gosh, Esther, Esther, four fourteen, uh, I, I believe, yeah. and and it's it says something to the fact that if you keep quiet at a time like this, at a time like this, okay. y'all, if you keep quiet at a time like this, girl, let me just pull it up right quick for y'all. Yeah, <laughs> hold on a second. Let, let, that me, let me pull it up on my phone real quick because I want to get it right, honey. I want to get it right. It's sad. I'm, girl, because I just, I feel like we need, we need some encouragement and we need a push to do something. Right, right. Okay, here we go. Esther 414. And it reads, if you keep quiet at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place. But you and your relatives will die. Who knows? Listen to this part, y'all. Who knows if perhaps you were made queen for just such a time as this? We don't know why any of this stuff is happening. We don't know why God permitted it to happen. And if you're not familiar with Esther, it is an amazing Old Testament story of how God used one woman, y'all, one woman to save a nation. I'm talking about a whole nation, y'all. One yeah. woman to save a nation. And I'm saying that to say this, we all have a work to do. We all have a role in this resolution that's happening right before our eyes. It is not our job. It is not our responsibility to sit silently on the sidelines. We got to get in the fight. And don't you dare tell me that you don't have a platform because you do. Your voice is your platform. You have a voice. Use your voice. Your you job. Have a speak up. You have a platform. I'm sorry, Natty. Go ahead. No, I just said you have a sphere of influence. Exactly. Right where you, right where you are. Even on social media. No, you don't own Facebook. You don't own IG. You don't own Twitter. You don't own any of those things. But just like you show up and post all these random memes, show up and take a stand for your people. Show up and take a stand for your community. Show up. And if just like Natty said, if somebody unfriends you or unfollows you, then good riddance. Because yeah. I'm going to keep showing up and I'm going to keep speaking out. And if you don't like it, that's your problem, not mine. 
And guess what? Show that tells right. me exactly who you are. Yeah. Just show up for what's right. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is what's right. Being an advocate and speaking out against anti-blackness and systemic racism mm-hmm. that has never gone has never gone away in this country. Being against that and speaking out against it and letting people know where you stand, that's just doing what's right. It's just doing what's right. Doing what's right. You should not have to be convinced to do what's right. No. And if you have it's your life your on the circle, line. is your life on the line? Is your children's lives on the line? Your grandchildren's yeah. lives on the line? Your great, great, grand, great, great, great grandchildren's lives are on the line, y'all. This is not just about us. This is about our legacy. It's real out here. And we have to, we have to know that we can't, we can't be silent. We can't be. It it said like, if you're, if you're silent, then like, read that first part again. It says, if you keep, if you keep quiet at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place. But listen to this part. But you and your relatives will die. You and your relatives will die. Will die. It, I, I, it's been a very long time since I've read the book of Esther. So I didn't remember that part of the scripture. Mm-hmm. Just the other part that everyone always, you know, people always quote. But it's so funny because I think of the author. Zora Neely Hurston, and she had, she said something that was along the same lines. She said, if you're you're silent about your pain, they will kill you and say that you you enjoyed it. Yes, she did say that. They're not getting me at all. Exactly. She said that. That's her exact quote. And let me tell you how I know, because Girl Trek is doing is doing some 21-day challenge. But anyway, they're highlighting Black voices. And Zora Neale t- is today. And she, said, oh. if, she says, if you're silent about your pain, they will kill you and say you enjoyed it. That is exactly what she said. And th- I mean, she's right. She's right. Malcolm X is right. Esther is right. It's all right. It's right we cannot it's- afford to be silent anymore. We cannot afford to be silent. It's not an option. It's no longer an option. You have to speak up. This this mm-hmm. podcast is your platform. If we just want to keep yeah. it 100, this is your platform. Share these conversations with other people. Share, share it out and ask them, what, what are your thoughts on this? What can we do? Grab your friends as a sister. What can we do to speak up and stand? And speaking of, just like Natty said, that doesn't mean that you got to be on the front lines protesting and holding signs. Everybody's not called to that ministry. Yours, is, my, my my movement, my my activism is not going to look the same as yours. Just like Nat, mine is not going to look the same as Natty's. It's all right. going to look different. We all have and our roles have, to play. Absolutely, absolutely. But but the collective thing is to save our people and to heal our nation. That's what we're working on collectively. And we all have to play a role in it. We can't afford to be silent anymore. You have come to this place, this movement of anti-Blackness and anti-racism for such a time as this. The question is, what are you going to do? 
That's my question to everybody listening. How are you going to respond to the call? What are you going to do? It's not going to happen on the sidelines and it's not going to happen inside. So what's up? What Rihanna say? Yeah, your friends to pull up. She was ta- she was specifically talking about white people. Right. She was specifically talking like, about white people. Color. Yeah. But yeah, like all your friends are talking about how much they care about you and how much they love you until stuff like this goes down, until stuff like this goes down and they're silent and they mm-hmm. don't say anything, don't see them and it's crickets. You mm-hmm. need to tell them to pull up. Where are they at? Pull up. Where are they at? You want to eat with me? You want to come hang out with me? You want to go to the club with me? Pull up. Mm-hmm. So anybody in your circle that don't look like you and they're silent, check your circle. That says a lot. Check your circle. And if they're not willing to pull up, then you pull out. That's just the way it is. I'm I'm not biting my tongue anymore. I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the truth no matter what, and I'm gonna stand in it. If you don't like it, you don't have to be around me. And that just is what it is. Because it's time out for us letting people treat us the way they're treating us and we're just sitting by saying it's okay because your silence says it's okay i'm not doing it anymore i am so fed up i am so fed up like i just like when i look at my kids natty my my daughter is 30 something so she still got a lot of living living i have a daughter that's the same age as Brianna or what uh, as Brianna was. I have a daughter that's the same age. I have grandchildren that are gonna grow up. No. I'm yeah. sorry. This is no longer acceptable. It was never acceptable. It was it never is, acceptable. It was never acceptable. We just let we it roll always, off. But we're not yeah, letting it roll always, off anymore. Right. We've always had our our ancestors and our our personal for fathers and foremothers that stood up and spoke out and we, it's time for us to really feel their strength mm-hmm. and Absolutely. do the same thing because yeah I don't I I can't I can't imagine this country the society continuing to just go about its status quo ways longer it's already been way too long it's, it's been, been 400 Plus years, it's been way, way too long, and I am and I, I do feel tinges of encouragement here and there. Mm-hmm. The fact protests in every state of the and, union, and in a few countries as well, all over the world. Mm-hmm. That's never happened before. That's never happened before. There was a protest in my tiny rural town yesterday. I. I, I did I did not have that on my bingo card. Let me tell you, I just did not. I did not think that something like that would happen here. So, and I've heard of other more rural areas, a couple of areas in in Georgia that I never would have, never would have imagined. So that to me is promising. That that to me says that God sees and God listens and hears and is moving upon us. I do, I do truly feel encouraged by that. I also know that, I don't know if I told you this, Shirley, but I've um, said this before to my son, my oldest son, you know, how we talk about, there, there's the scripture talking about we, we wrestle not with, with flesh and blood, flesh and but blood. with our 
principalities. And I told him, I was like, how do we know that the principality over this nation isn't white supremacy, isn't systemic racism and anti-blackness? I, that, is the that is the principality and power over this nation. And that thing does not want to go, it don't want to go without a fight. It's kicking it's and screaming, fight. honey. Kicking and screaming. So, yes. Yeah, there's going to be resistance, but we have to know that we can't allow this thing to sit and we fester. Not, not anymore. Because our babies not. are being killed by police. Killed and we also, are burying our babies. Burying our babies. And also, like, don't pipe up on, to, with me on, on this and try and bring up, I'm going to do air quotes here, black on black crime. Because listen here. You can't talk about black on black crime and then the, the next breath talk about how you don't see color. You obviously do. Oh, you see color. You definitely see it. And there's plenty of white on white air quotes crime, just mm -hmm. as much as there is black on black crime. And you're not going to use that as some sort of talking point to negate the fact that police are murdering our babies. Murdering our babies. Murdering us. Murdering our babies. Yeah. And they don't. Like they're literally out doing police brutality at the police brutality protest. And first of all, the topic of conversation is not black on black crime. So I don't want to hear that. No. The topic of, of, of um, conversation is police brutality and excessive force. That's excessive. the topic of conversation. If someone commits a crime, I thought they were supposed to get arrested and have this thing called due process, not get exactly. executed in the street. And not get executed in the street. That's the topic of conversation. And we're not changing the topic. We're definitely not changing the topic, especially you clearly have, especially since you clearly haven't done the reading. If you had done the exactly. reading, you would know that crime is wherever, whatever community you live in, the crime that's being committed there, it's usually by people around you, people in that community. So if you have a predominantly black community, it's going to look like, oh, there's crime being committed against these mm -hmm. black people by other people in that community. It's the same way in white communities. It's the same way in any other community. Absolutely. If you had done the reading, you would know that. I'm so sick and tired of these little, little weak ass talking points that people throw in your face as an excuse to try and deny the reality that's staring him in the face thanks to countless pieces of video footage. Praise God for video and technology, honey. Because if it, if it weren't for that... They would straight deny it. It would be swept under the rug and you, wouldn't hear, anything, you wouldn't hear anything else about it. Right? You wouldn't hear nothing about it. So don't... Like I said, we're not changing the topic. The topic is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Police brutality, excessive force, murdering our people in the street. That is the topic of conversation. And we yeah. are not changing it. So don't try and to gaslight us. Stand on that. Exactly. The conversation will not be changing. The conversation is what it is. And that's that. And that's all I got to say about that. We're not changing the topic of conversation. Yeah, black people, black people kill black people, white people kill white people, Asian people kill Asian people. People Whatever. kill people. People kill people. It is what it is. But it shouldn't be your job to kill people. It shouldn't exactly. be your job to be able to kill people and get away with it, especially when you're supposed to be, quote, unquote, serving and protecting them. Exactly. They were sworn in to serve and protect. They are not doing that. 
They and are healing and deflecting. That's what they're doing. That's a joke anyway, because they were started as slave patrols. So the thing has been rotten from the start. Listen, it's been I know me and, Natty, me and Natty have been up in here because we mad. <laughs> I I'm, 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 I'm I am so like, mad. I tried, Shirley, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, girl, you are, because I am so mad. That's why I messaged you so early this morning, because as soon as I got out of bed, I was like, no, I, I, I cannot. I just cannot sit here and not address this. And I know that this this season was supposed to be all about healing. But black women can't get healing if folks are still killing us. Okay. Okay. We can't it's get really- the healing. So we gotta kill it at the root. And the root is we gonna they gonna stop killing us. Yeah. And we're gonna stand up for that. So I'm not apologizing for the for this season taking a shift. I'm not going to apologize for that because these conversations need to be had. If we're going to heal the black female nation, then we got to kill the root. And that's it. Well, and this is where the times are taking us. Like we weren't Mm -hmm. expecting to be living in a global pandemic. Absolutely. Certainly we're not expecting to be living at the, at the, at the start of a revolution. I I didn't see that coming. None of us did it. It took us all by surprise, but we're here now. I hate that it took so much tragedy for us to get here, but I'm glad we're here. Yep. Because I, I hate, change is coming. I, I hate that it took so long, uh, but I get that in a case like this, better late than never. I really, yeah. I don't know. I'm just, it's here. <laughs> That's what's important. It's here, and we're going to celebrate the fact that it's here. We're not going to, we're not... We're going to shine a light on how we got here and we're going to celebrate being in this space right now because this is huge, y'all. We said this in in other episodes. This is huge. This is a huge moment in time for Black people Mm -hmm. and for all of those who are locking arms with us. Because even in Mississippi, and you know if Mississippi ready for change, the world ready for change. Because Mississippi is probably one of the most racist states in America. So, I mean, people are downtown Jackson marching and it's a lot of non-black people down there marching too so yes that's changes changes here change they are even white ministers and pastors are on the steps of the governor's office making demands to change the state flag because you know we still got that old confederate flag oh right y'all the last ones too in the south they don't want to change nothing down here good they don't want to change nothing I know. So they, I, people are de- so change is happening. Change I is remember happening. when Georgia changed that when we changed our flag in Georgia, and, and there was like you know the re- the the like the submission of proposal to change it, and it was like I'm thinking, oh yeah, that sounds amazing, awesome, and and on the other hand, there were a bunch of people losing their shit. I'm like, are you serious? Yes, and there, and there are people here too losing their shit over it because all I gotta say is if you want to hang on hang on to that flag that is the root of so much pain, mm-hmm. then I'm questioning. I'm looking at you side eye. Sideways. Uh-uh. Yes, like I'm giving you the side eye because I want to know why, why you need that flag. What are your beliefs? What are your mores and values? Are you a racist? I ain't going to just blatantly call somebody a racist, but I'm, I'm looking at your side eye. I'm just saying. You're definitely going to at least get the question. And exactly. honestly, 
embarrassing. How embarrassing? Because good God, that thing is like the symbol of like the worst participation trophy ever. Oh my gosh. You yes. showed up, you participated, you lost. You lost. Exactly. <laughs> like what but on you earth? Still, but you still want to fly the flag. Anyway, what that's is that? <laughs> Girl, that's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. just saying like I uh, just oh my gosh oh it's just like it's just so much it's so much right now y'all like i feel like the last three weeks feels like three years yes, honestly does. it feels like and three years i feel like i have been emotionally dragged yeah and, and i don't know about you, but like i don't when i get to sunday night I'm just like, oh lord what fresh hell is waiting awaiting oh, us this monday week? morning yeah lord and Jesus sure enough, there's it's just something. new fresh hell. There's this the, the Taylor's incident report. There's and, and there's Trump deciding that he's going to have an, a rally on Juneteenth. Oh, Juneteenth. Oh my home, freaking gosh! I was like, in Tulsa. Can anything worse in Tulsa? Can anything worse happen? Like, what's next? The what's dis- next? Like, how dare you? Yes, how dare you? And he had Natty, he has absolutely no moral compass. And I'm not ashamed to say that. None at all. He has no respect. Yeah. I don't feel like that's a hot take, Shirley. I think people know because, like, really. Exactly. I mean, absolutely no moral compass. Like, he disrespects the black community on a regular basis, on a daily basis. Let's just keep it 100. On a daily basis. All the dog whistles. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's 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 beyond crazy. Okay, y'all. I feel like we need to get ready to get out of here because me this is why we gotta be loud. This is why we <laughs> this have is, to be loud. This There's is why we have to be loud. Solidarity, to. justice, <laughs> solidarity, like scream into the top of your lungs. Y'all, yes. like and like I'm not saying like your 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 social media pages gotta be filled with activism and and i'm not saying that but i'm saying show up speak up Mm -hmm. show up speak up we cannot afford to be silent we can't be because you got children can't be afraid we cannot be be afraid afraid. you we cannot we cannot and if they call you angry so what if they call you confrontational so what if they call you so what you do like Angela Bassley said this is me being resolute and Mm -hmm. standing firmly in my truth Mm -hmm. because that's that's what we're doing that's what we're doing (laughs) we're we're seeking and we're looking for a resolution and that's not gonna happen in silence it's not gonna happen so figure like figure out what it is that you can do in your in your circle of friends, in your family, what can you do as a family to support the cause? What can you do? We have to pause for the cause, and that means like you may can only show, share one meme instead of sharing three. Share one, and then write something about anti-racism. You know, we we all have a voice. We all have a role to play. We've all been called for such a time as this. Now we got to walk in that. Use your voice as best you can. As best you can. As Use it as you can. 
feel like, okay, this, I feel strong in this. I can do it. Mm-hmm. Have exactly. hard time. Me too. But yeah, just don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. And I understand, like, we understand that it's emotionally exhausting. We get that. Rest if you need to. Rest when you need to. We definitely gonna need to rest. <laughs> yes, definitely rest. But don't just sit idly by and do nothing. Because that's what they want. That's what they want. And by all means, vote. Vote. Please vote. Please get out and vote because we need change in America. Donald Trump can't be president for the next four years. He just can't. Lord. Lord I ain't Lord, trying to Lord. tell y'all who to vote for. This is just me telling you what I feel and what I believe. I'm not yeah. trying to tell you who to vote for. I'm just saying we need change in America and it starts at the top. That's all. Yeah. yeah, it does. It starts at the top. So like Natty and I said, use your voice. Use whatever platform you have. If you don't have a platform or you think you don't have a platform, create one. You can write, you can speak, you can do poetry, you can paint, you can do whatever. You can dance. You can do all kinds of things. You can exhibit your joy. Yes. You can exhibit your joy because that's also resistance. They don't want you to feel joy either. Exactly. They want us over here crying and down in the dumps and down. That's what they want. We're not giving them that. We're celebrating the moment that we're in. So even even if you have to just do a simple post that say, you know what? I don't know how we ended up here or why we ended up here, but I'm celebrating the revolution. Man, yes. Yes. That's, that's, that's speaking up. That's speaking up. It doesn't have to be some huge gesture by definition. Whatever huge is for you, then do that. Whatever action is for you, do that. Just don't sit silently. I cannot stress. I know I've said it probably a million times in this 45 minutes, but don't sit silently. (laughs) All right, y'all. We about to get out of here. Natty, do you have any closing remarks? No, I think we've said plenty. We've said plenty. (laughs) We have said any. So, yeah. Use your voice. Speak up. Show up. All of that. And, yeah. if If you have something you want to share with us about this episode, then, like I say, just do a screenshot of you listening to the episode, tag us in it, and tell us what, what your takeaways were. What were your aha moments? And, yeah, like we said in all episodes, follow us on your favorite social media platform. And we'll see you guys right back here next week. And hopefully there won't be anything else that happened that we need to talk about. <laughs> Let's just pray, y'all. Let's just Let's pray. Let's just pray. Say a prayer. Yes. All right, guys, we are out of here and we will see you next time.